You live to regret this. You know, there's a line that sticks out in my head. You know, um, that episode of The Simpsons where Sideshow Bob's brother, Cecil, comes into the scene and uh, Bob believes him to be working on an actual legitimate project while Cecil is actually stealing all the money rather than buying concrete. And uh, there's that line in it uh, where Cecil's like, tell them they'll live to regret this. And Sideshow Bob's like, you'll live to regret this. Oh, now they think I'm crazy. <laughs> like, uh, but that, li- that, that, just that line. You'll live to regret this. I think about that a lot. I don't know why. <laughs> I want to be in a situation where I can ominously say that to people. Dark Weber reviews. Anime review Dark Weber. If I thought for a moment that me reviewing anime could get a lot of views or whatever, I, I would do that. But the name would only make sense to people who watch my old content, so... Kinda pointless. But like, if I wanted to make an anime review, I'd, I'd call it that. Dark Weeper Reviews X. Actually, it's funny, Gigu just released a video talking about how there's not a lot of actual anime reviews that happens anymore. It's more, uh... Talking about the significance of shows and... It's like, like essays. Boku no Piku? I have seen that, I just can't remember what it is, because you've used the Japanese name, because why would I know the Japanese name? Note, I have seen most of the popular anime. Watch it two times speed, fly through it. As long as it's not a uh, slice of life or romance. You're looking at a guy who's almost finished One Piece. Got like 30 episodes left. Like I'm not some guy who knows nothing about anime. I've seen a little bit of Tricon, it didn't really grip me. Dark VTuber AU. I did the whole, I have no interest in doing the v- VTuber thing. I've said many times, and I've been on the record, I have no desire to ever pretend to be anything more than exactly what I am. I have issues with, uh, ideas of what identity means and what it means to say that I am myself. I, uh, I don't think I need to spend a lot of my time pretending in any capacity, honestly. I don't think it'd be good for me psychologically. I become a VTuber who's just a cat, and I'll just sit here all day going, meow, meow. Meow, as I play the game. I am not a festive person. Uh, I never do anything special for Christmas. I am the least festive person alive. Gift giving makes me feel awkward. I cannot stress this enough. I am a strange person. No, 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 I totally, I'm totally cool. And think it's awesome if other people want to do festive stuff. It's just not my thing. When people say like, Merry Christmas to me, I'm like, yeah, Merry Christmas, dude. It's all cool, man. You do you. Hope you have fun with it. I don't dislike Christmas. At all. I just feel awkward around people. Feel awkward giving and receiving gifts. I feel awkward most of the time. And so things like Christmas, uh... I don't look upon with like, Oh my god, it's Christmas, hooray! If you wanna hang out with people, and uh, have fun with them, and be nice, and da-da-da, just do that normally. Don't need Christmas for that. I'm, I, I'll see my parents on Christmas. Just on, on, on the day. I suppose the one advantage that Christmas has is that, um, it's kind of the day that everyone knows that people are making time to see other people, right? Under normal circumstances, there's, uh, more conf- conflict and schedules and stuff, but around Christmas, people who are busy are more likely to have time to see each other, right? I'm not saying Christmas is bad, I'm just saying I'm an awkward dude. Do I have any plans for Christmas? Uh, see my family, and that's about it. I'm not a very festive person. That isn't taking shots at people who are festive. Seeing a person really into Christmas is pretty cool. But I've just never been that way. I've never even been much of a gift giver. 
Which I've always felt like a jerk for. Just the stress of buying people presents and stuff has always not been a great feeling for me. I said to everyone, like, just, just tell me what you want, because now that I'm doing better financially, I feel like a jerk if I don't buy people something. I mean, I've always felt like a bit of a jerk, but, you know. They've, like, no one in my family has ever given me shit for it, you know. I'm very fortunate to have the loving family that I have. But I have a very small family. I have uh, an aunt and uncle, uh, grandmother, grandfather, my mother and father, and uh, my sister, and that's about it. Streamers controlling sub-discounts. It'd be nice if um, Twitch had a thing where you could actually do specials on subbing at particular times. Like, once a year or something, you can make subbing 20% off or something. Or even if it came from, like, my share or something. Uh, like, let's say you're doing a marathon. Like, you're doing a 24-hour stream or something. And you can say, hey guys, for 24-hour stream, 20% off subs, you know? Nintendo's crushing of competitive melee. For real, my thoughts keep uh, drifting to the melee thing. I get oddly mad about it considering that I have no real stake in melee. For those who are unaware, Nintendo, they knew that cancelling Smash in its entirety would be very unpopular and would piss off a lot of people. So what they've done over the years is specifically worked to keep it down, but not remove it entirely because they wanted to receive the benefits in the free advertisement. It's like they, they hobbled melee in a way to keep it dilapidated and small so that they could receive the maximum benefit for the least cost. I can't imagine something more evil than that. You want to maximize your benefit off the free labor of others. And specific, you spe actively work to keep them from being able to be successful. Viewer considers 500 viewers to be little viewership. How do you get money with this little amount of viewers? How many viewers do I have? How is 500 a little amount of viewers? Are you crazy? You can make a living on Twitch with like 200 viewers. It just goes to show, man, that uh, the average person on Twitch doesn't know fucking jack shit about Twitch. And if it's a, seri if it's a serious question, um, I do have more viewers. Um, and I'm doing stuff of importance. Sad story about my old Resident Evil 1 footage. Ah, oh, the Resident Evil highlights. Ah, oh, the Resident Evil footage is so sad. No, no joke. No joke. The reason why I don't have the final session of me playing Resident Evil 1 is because I thought I'd have no use for it. I had all the other episodes, and then someone in chat legit was like, is this going to be VOD? You're going to put this on YouTube or something? And I'm like, nah. And so I didn't highlight it. And so I just went away in the past broadcast. I highlighted all the other episodes, but not the last one. How would I rate my editing compared to other YouTubers? Matt, your editing is far superior to a lot of other YouTubers I've seen. As a person who consumes a lot of YouTube, if I were to rank myself charitably on some sort of a thing here, worst, best, I would like to argue I'm somewhere about here, I think. I'm nowhere close to the best editor. But what I do have is a certain set of skills, and I do them fairly quickly and efficiently, and uh, I think I'm better than the average person. Down here are the people who are like, Hey guys, what's up? Um, so I'm just gonna be like, talking to you for five minutes, and there's gonna be no cuts, and they're just gonna put it on YouTube. Maybe put in just an outro. We all start there. And these people are like the people where, you know, you're, you're flying kitties. 8,000 edits with machinima and stuff, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah. The main brunt of what makes my content interesting is not the edits. It's mainly me and my jokes. 
Epic Games Store exclusives. What do you think about Epic Games and them making games exclusive for their store? So, we talk about exclusives. Uh, when it comes to things that Epic Games specifically funds themselves, uh, no one can dispute that, right? It's uh, They can put it wherever the hell they want. They're, they're forking over the money, right? But then buying already made stuff to put on the store exclusively, at the end of the day, uh, the devs make those deals and potentially it can lead them to making other better games because they now have an, an, a bunch more capital or it can mitigate risk on, you know, the games they're about to release. They're like, well, we're getting this guaranteed money. So, you know, it can keep developers in business. It's not great that like, if people are willing to put up, put up with console exclusives then they should be able to put up with Epic Games exclusives as well. There's no fucking difference really. Does it make sense to have multiple YouTube channels? What do you think about Three Clips Philip and his channels? Have you ever considered having multiple channels for different types of content like him? At different times in YouTube's history, it has made more or less sense to have multiple channels. These days, so there was once upon a time where people uh, would get their videos from their subscription boxes, right? And if you put up too many videos, uh, it would spam people's subscription feeds and they wouldn't appreciate that and would potentially unsubscribe, limiting how many people got access to the videos. These days, because recommendations are the primary way that people get or will get videos, is less necessary to avoid spamming your audience with videos, right? Then again, there is still some loss in viewership releasing two videos in the same day because uh, your people who watch your content on a regular basis can only watch a certain amount of it. So if you release a hour video and uh, a portion of your audience only has an hour of a day to watch videos, and then you release two hour videos, like they can't watch them both obviously, right? And that doesn't change if you have multiple channels. There's diminishing returns if you upload too many videos that are too long the audience literally can't keep up with. And that doesn't change whether you have multiple channels or not. I don't think there's any advantage to having multiple channels, except when you're in situations like me, where it just makes it easier to handle your videos, compartmentalize them. It'd be a hell on the back end to have to navigate through my clips to find my main channel videos if I get that had them all on one channel. It's nice to compartmentalize as a uh, content creator. But as far as the algorithm is concerned, uh, I don't think the algorithm takes into account the channel itself all that much. It must do it to a degree. Like if you're watching my clips, it'd be very strange if YouTube wasn't also giving you my main channel videos and vice versa. Yeah, like if I was in Clicks Philip's shoes, I would just upload everything to one channel. Nintendo hates content creators. Apparently you can't co-stream the Nintendo Directs. Nintendo tweeted from their official account that co-streaming today's event is not allowed, different from years past. While Twitch Gaming has permission to air the show, we won't be airing the event because all creators can't co-stream. Oh. From what I've heard, the Japanese Twitter always says this. People are just paying more attention to it this year for some reason. Besides, the other accounts hasn't said anything. I, um... Uh, Nintendo is just a very weird company. As I've said, um... Nintendo is as bad as Rockstar, but in a different way, right? They are very active in terms of being dicks to content creators. Uh, where Rockstar is just not active at all. I prefer Rockstar's approach, where they do effectively nothing. <laughs> but I suppose Take-Two does stuff that is, makes them dicks as well. So I guess, you know, both appreciate Matt, do you think with the recent mobile releases of Mario titles that Nintendo may release games for other devices? Uh, I don't know. Possibly. It's hard to judge Nintendo. Honestly, if I was in Nintendo's shoes and I wanted to keep my dominance of those markets, all I would do is 
take my games that were like 10 years old and just chuck them on other platforms and be like, hey, these games, you want to play them? You want to play the new versions of these games? Well, fucking buy our stuff too. Although I suppose you could argue that maybe they were like, oh, but then it would give a bad impression of our current games because they'll be looking at games that are 10 years old and being like, oh, these games that are 10 years old, they're great, maybe Nintendo sucks, but I don't know. I just want Rockstar to do something, anything. Uh, would I want Red Dead Redemption 3? I want Rockstar to do something. I don't care what it is. Like, I'll, I'll be happy for it to be something that I fucking hate passionately. Something that's not regurgitated garbage online microtransaction bullshit. Just something. They've got so much money. Got every other developer out here with like, look, I got 87 games coming out my ass and Rockstar just sitting there playing with fucking Play-Doh or whatever. Surely they have to be doing something behind the scenes. Surely. Rockstar just a bit secretive, so if we just keep waiting patiently, twiddling our thumbs, they'll do something. Like, I'm sure that in the organization of Rockstar, it's people going like, yeah, yeah, I understand that we could spend money to make more money, but how about this? Hear me out. We don't spend any money, I keep it, and we just keep spending the bare minimum to make uh, garbage for GT Online. And sure, maybe 10 years down the line, that won't work anymore, but by then, I'll have made like a billion dollars. So, who gives a shit? The people collecting the GT Online money into their pockets are just, uh, they don't want to risk ruining that. Does it make any sense why GTA 5 Expanded Enhancement come out on PC? So, it could be possible that all, all Expanded Enhanced is for console is just the PC version. All they're doing is jacking up the graphics to be more comparable to PC. Because I don't know if you've noticed, but the PS4 version of uh, the game looks like shit. But uh, the statements they've made were a bit more lofty. Like substantive improvements and stuff and... But it's entirely possible those substantive improvements would just be, hey, it's the PC version. And that would be substantive improvements for the console players. Your GT5 PS4, X30 PS, exactly. But like, why would they, why would it take them so long to do this though? As in like, surely they wouldn't need to wait this long. Unless of course, they're waiting for um, more people to have the PlayStation 5. I don't know, man, it's, it's so hard to understand Rockstar sometimes. Join my Discord or perish? You aren't on my Discord? How have you managed to live your entire life not on my Discord? I am skeptical. From my understanding, everyone who isn't on my Discord dies. Wikipedia is grace. In terms of a brief summary or a good starting point for research, Wikipedia is like the best place to go these days. When I was a kid, Wikipedia wasn't uh, as trustworthy, right? Because it was a... Uh, or wasn't as fleshed out or whatever. But their moderation's a lot better these days, and the uh, kids had far more time for more and more and more contributors. It's sourced, which is something you can't say about uh, many websites. It's obviously not the be-all and end-all of absolute knowledge or something, but if you've got five seconds to look up to get a general idea of something, Wikipedia's the best place to go. It would really suck if Wikipedia was to go away. Wikipedia's the reason people think you're a genius? What, Tasty? You're not a genius? This entire time, I was under the impression that you were a genius. Oh no. You certainly can't get away with doing that kind of stuff in university, right? They have, um, for every topic they have like a database that will cross-reference everything you write 
with different sources and uh, different places where the information is held. And if your work is too similar, it'll come back and say like a plagiarism score that's too high. My favorite Disney villain. Dude, Hades is an amazing villain in Hercules. He's the, like probably the best part of the whole movie. Played by uh, James Woods, right? And you're wearing his merchandise. <laughs> it's just, it's just, he was so cool as a villain. But, but apparently, in the Greek or mythology or whatever, like Hades isn't a bad guy. He's not evil or whatever. The idea of, you know, Zeus being good holy dude and uh, Hades being super evil dude is meant to mirror Christian mythology, right? So Hades became like a representation of the devil and uh, Zeus the representation of, uh, of uh, God or what have you. Like, I, I think Hades, his position was like well respected, right? He's the, he ushers people into death or whatever. But like all throughout uh, the cartoon series, the, the Disney thing, uh, the thing with Hades is that he, uh, he hates his job and he resents Zeus for giving him the job or whatever. I don't think is actually the case in mythology, but maybe I'm wrong. What do I know? I'm just the guy who plays the video games first. Yeah, I get, a, I get a vague impression that Zeus is a jerk. Didn't he have sex with a goat or something? And he constantly uh, slept around on his uh, missus or whatever. I don't know much about it though. Like a lot of what I, probably a lot of my sense of the characters comes from uh, Sherling Kenyon's book series, which I, I'm sure is more factual, but certainly it's a fic fictitious series. So, hey, he's just a, a just and good man. My favorite depiction of Hades comes from um, Dresden, Dresden Files. Yeah, Hades in that is great. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.